You're listening to the Know the Cause podcast with Doug Kaufman. Visit us online at knowthecause.com and join the conversation at facebook.com slash knowthecause. Okay, joining me right now is a friend of mine. His name is Dr. Donald Dennis. He is out of Atlanta, Georgia, and he is a special kind of doctor, folks. If you're suffering from what they call rhinitis, sinusitis, you go to bed and you're talking like this when you wake up in the morning, you probably have a sinus problem. Here's the real problem. You'll go from ear, nose, and throat to ear, nose, and throat to general practitioner, and you'll be handed antibiotic after antibiotic. How many of you are doing this? Dr. Dennis is not that kind of an ear, nose, and throat doctor. Dr. Dennis, welcome and thank you for joining us. Well, thank you so much for asking me. And thank you for being the kind of doctor you are. I have to start this by saying you did your residency in ENT at Johns Hopkins. They didn't teach you any of this mold, mildew, mycotoxins there, did they? No, they didn't. We had to figure that out on our own. (laughs) And who finally figured that out? Was it a patient coming in or was it you opening up sinus windows or sinus spaces in surgery and saying, my gosh, it's black in there? Well, one day a patient came in that had been sick for several years, and we had done everything known to man for him. And no matter what we did, he still would have infection and pus in his nose. So he came in one day, and he was totally pristine clean. And I asked him, well, what have you been doing? Because you're totally well now. He said, well, he went to the beach for two weeks with his family. And then I knew it was environmental. So then we figured out it was mold, and then the rest is 20 years of hard work. <laughs> and can I ask you, when you say you then knew it was environmental, did you suspect his home was moldy and that's why he was miserable? Right, and then we found out it was his home when we learned how to do cultures. And uh, fixed his home, and so we uh, got his air clean and then killed all the fungus in his nose, and uh, he recovered long-term. See, what Dr. Dennis does over and above any ear, nose, and throat doctor, and remember, folks, I go back, Dr. Dennis knows some of these guys, uh, Howard Godshock, Jack Pullis, neurootologists from Los Angeles I used to work with. None of these brilliant doctors knew what Dr. Dennis is now espousing, and that is figure out if your environment is filled with you know, bacteria, mold, viruses, etc. Another thing you told me on television one time, Dr. Dennis, was this particular case, which was kind of a tap on the shoulder by God himself uh, to your practice decades ago, he went to the beach and you kind of figured out, wow, he got in the salt water and it made his sinuses so much better. Is that what happened also? Well, yes, the beach air is zero mold counts because there's no trees or grass out there. And so you have salt air with UV radiation so the fungus can't survive outside and he spent most of the time outside and fortunately he got a beach house that wasn't moldy uh, because if he had he would probably not have gotten better but this uh, in this case he got well every time he went to the beach every time he came home he got sick again Aha, bingo a cause and effect relationship so I've heard so many people talk about this only in the past couple of years, but long ago you were telling people, look, I know you think 
When you inhale mold in a moldy home, it's going to affect your sinuses. Both you and I and everyone listening right now are saying, duh. But can that inhaled mold cause problems far from its portal of entry being your nose or your mouth, your sinuses or your lungs? You say yes, Dr. Dennis. Well, yeah, the reason is because um, the people who have the sensitivity to it actually have what's called a T-cell defect where a normal person will react by responding with 0.01% of their T-cells these people will respond 3,000 times that. And then each one of those 3,000 cells will secrete three inflammatory mediators, which means they got three times 3,000 now. So they have 9,000 times the inflammation throughout their body to a most more than a normal person. So that's why uh, it's key to reduce the load in the air because the air you breathe is actually 5x more important to your health than all treatment rendered by hospitals, doctors, or medication. So if we ignore the air, we are not going to get anywhere. The other point is the air you breathe is 2x more important to your health than your genetic code. So so if you think about that, that's very powerful in terms of a treatment modality because if you fix the air in the house, where you're breathing, you did better than twice as good as fixing your genetic code, which you can't do. Wow. So Dr. Uh, Dr. Dennis brought on someone who has started a big website. Uh, her name is Erin. He brought her on television. The other day, Dr. Dennis, I get this note from a registered nurse who is a follower of mine. And she said, I'm sitting here almost in tears. I just saw Aaron and Dr. Dennis. And she said, Doug, this is what I have gone through for so many years. The misery of gut permeability, food allergies, acid reflux. Um, and the list was endless. And it all starts up here in my sinuses. And here's the damage being done, Dr. Dennis. She said, I've been to doctors. And they question my sanity when I talk about how in the world can something I inhaled, I breathed in, cause stomach problems. They're saying, that's crazy. That can't happen. Well, the reason it's systemic and the reason it does cause other symptoms, which can be uh, fatigue is the main one, muscle and joint pain, fibromyalgia, uh, bloating, gas, diarrhea, cognitive issues of memory, concentration problems, uh, arthritis-like symptoms, all these kinds of symptoms can be due to environmental mold. And the reason is uh, all the mold cell walls have the same basic structure. It's called a 1,3-beta-glucan structure. So once you get allergic to one of them, you easily get allergic to many of them. So it's like a domino effect. So when they breathe the air, or the mold in the air, they begin to have a cross-reactivity with a mold living in the gut, which is called candida, which is a fungus. Then once they get sensitive to the candida, uh, they begin to have a gut inflammation, and the gut inflammation causes them to have food allergies, and then the food allergies make them have acid reflux, which is called GERD gastroesophageal reflux disease. 
So it's all related. So once you fix the food allergies uh, and kill the fungus, uh, if they don't have a mechanical cause of GERD or acid reflux, then they get much better. The other thing is if they have uh, need surgery for acid reflux and, and fix it, but then uh, become allergic to candida and get full of candida due to their diet, uh, they will actually reflux through the surgical repair. So you have to control the fungus in the gut uh, no matter what if they're fungal allergic. Yes, and I remember years ago I had a laboratory. As a matter of fact, I opened the first laboratory in the 1970s in Los Angeles that tested for food allergy. And it was a big deal, and business really exploded. And, and here's why I got involved in it. I remember looking at a microscope slide from Germany that showed uh, the gut lumen, the lining of the intestine, being permeated by hyphae yeast. By yeast in its active state, it would poke a hole through the lower intestine. And out goes the corn you chewed up. Out goes the milk or the cheese that you devoured. And so food allergy was kind of a, a secondary response to having yeast, not the good guys that God put there, but now the active state, the mycelium-forming yeast in the gut that contributed not only to food allergy, but like Dr. Dennis is saying, look, in the past 20 years, this is a doctor who listened to his patients and followed his heart, and he's now helping people with this. <gasps> Acid reflux, GERD, gastroesophageal reflux, by addressing their sinuses. That's really brilliant. And I think that explains, Dr. Dennis, why everyone is exposed to mold. It's ubiquitous, but not everyone gets sick. Well, yeah, because 80% uh, of the population is not allergic to it, and they don't become uh, sensitive to it, so they don't really have any symptoms unless in a really toxic environment where they're breathing in the mold mycotoxins, which are like gases, and they can cause um, people without fungal allergies to get sick. Um, but even then, some people don't get sick from that or, uh, or get very fatigued. So the uh, majority of the population doesn't have a lot of problems, but about 20% have severe problems. Um, now, one of the other things is uh, what we have to do is you have to manage the fungal load in the air and you have to manage the fungal load in the nose and in the home and clothing so once you do that you get a good result long term because you've removed the antigen which is the strongest method for stopping an allergic reaction it works better than a pill if you just remove the antigen causing the problem so uh we found easy ways to do this uh, was just simple saline nasal washes helps. And then you can put um, botanical drops in there that are antifungal, wash out twice a day, and then uh, use simple uh, botanical nasal sprays that are antifungal, viral, and bacterial. And then in the house, if you have a really serious problem like a leak, you've got to fix the leak and remove everything that got wet. And then... Uh, what we advise people to do is put a good HEPA filter in there and add on some of the uh, natural botanicals either as an aerosol, uh, as a fogging, or as a candle, um, which will remove the mold and mycotoxins usually in about three hours. 
And then there's also a laundry additive. So you keep your linens clean and so you're not sleeping in uh, linens that have fungus. And you're not sleeping with the cat or the dog, which naturally has a lot of fungus in the fur. And so your clothing and your bedding is clean so you're not getting recontaminated. This is so folks, these are just simple ways to uh, lower your fungal load in the air. And that's really what most doctors don't get involved with that because what can they do about it? Uh, not much, you know. They don't deal with the environment. That's why it's frustrating for the patient because you can take antifungals, but unless you address the air, you're breathing more fungus than the antifungals can handle. So the air, again, is 5x more important. So um, once you do these things, you see a big result. At least greater than 94% of the patients are getting relief if you control both the air and the body fungal load. You know, I feel a a real fiduciary obligation to tell you folks that one of the reasons I wanted Dr. Dennis on is because we're we're like-minded. It's so funny because some of the doctors you and I know together, Dr. Hooper and others, are always talking about the fungus link. And they mention you. They always say to me, do you know Dr. Don Dennis down in Atlanta? And I say, yes. And, and this one doctor who I've become friendly with has said, do you know he took a bunch of money and develop products. And folks, on on my social media, I don't like to actively promote. Here's what I wanted you to know. What Dr. Dennis said is true. You're living in a moldy environment, and by the by, the cleanest environments. You can have a spotless home that when they were building it, it rained on the wood, and it yielded cellulose that these fungi now eat, and they sealed up the cellulose with wallboards and paint. And so you could be miserable. Maybe you spilled water on the carpet and you are miserable, but your house is impeccably clean. What Dr. Dennis has done, he formed a company several years ago called Microbalance. And, and this company, you can, you know, I'm going to attach a link here that you can click on to get more information. Because when Dr. Dennis is talking about, look, you put some citrus drops in your nose. I know you guys, the big question mark went on. Wait a minute, do I take an orange and squeeze it in my nose? He's done this for you. He has a detergent to help mycotoxins, which are poisons that fungus make, get out of your clothing. Um, he's He's got a candle, you know, that it rids your environment, your direct environment, like your bed before you go to, to bed at night for three hours of these molds. So, this this was a bold move from a guy with all your credentials. Um, other ear, nose, and throat doctors haven't gone this far. Is that correct? Well, that's right, because they really don't have time to do it. And, um, and it's hard to get involved with the environment and still have an active practice because it takes so much time. So what we try to do is get the patient educated so they can learn what to do themselves to get themselves well. Yeah, and you've gone so far beyond the average guy. I'm I'm gonna say something. Did you before this patient that was kind of your epiphany patient, before this patient came on and and became a patient of yours, say twenty, twenty five years ago, did you do sinus surgery at that time in some of these people and did you see what you suspected was mold? Oh sure, a lot of them had uh 
fungus balls in their sinuses, we we take them out. So they knew that we're getting fungus, and we treat them for it, uh, but it would still come back. And the reason is the same thing, you know. It's, air is 5x more important. And so we didn't really realize that because it's not totally logical in the beginning uh, because you can't frequently see fungus a lot of times if the house will be clean and uh, there's no visible fungus or smell. But even so, in some of those houses, the levels in the air were high. high. So uh, once uh, they identify the problem and fix it, these people begin to really improve long term. That's the take-home message. So if you get environmentally active uh, with a chronic sinusitis, you will see results. Yes. Uh, and by the way, Dr. Dennis gave me a bottle. I don't really have problems, but gosh, I did when I got back from Vietnam. Dr. Dennis gave me a, a bottle of something called Citra Drops, inexpensive, a little nasal uh, spray, a little pump mist. And I got to tell you, folks, if you don't think you have sinus problems, but you are snoring, your spouse tells you, try a bottle of this. Very, very inexpensive. Couple of pumps, three, four pumps in each nostril. Inhale it before you go to bed at night and watch how you get up in the morning and breathe easy. Um, what you've done, I'm so proud of what you've done. In 1999, the Mayo Clinic folks said that 96% of what they found growing up in the sinuses wasn't the bacteria that doctors thought at all. In 96% of the time, virtually all, they have found mold, mildew, fungus up in the sinuses. What Dr. Dennis is saying is accurate. Get rid of it in your home. There are ways to do that. Uh, get rid of it in your environment. Maybe it's work environment. Maybe it's the condo on the weekend. Get rid of it and you won't have this misery. But you will need for a period of time to look at products of his like the Sinus Defense, uh, the Betamax, you know, all of these great products he has. And it's really a very, very simple link. I mean, it's microbalancehealthproducts.com. And I put the link right here so you can move around. His goal was my goal. We did this podcast to try and point the thousands of you who have sinus problems into the right direction, not only treating them naturally, but underlying the pathology, studying the cause. Uh, Dr. Dennis, you have done a masterful job. The people on my show love you. We love you. Uh, thank you for what you're doing. And every once in a while, I'd like to do another one of these podcasts with you just to continue people's education because our doctors don't know this. That'd be great. Uh, I love educating. I know you do, and they love you. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you very much. All right, sir. Thank you for listening to the Know the Cause podcast with Doug Kaufman. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to give us a five-star rating on iTunes or tell a friend. For more, visit us online at knowthecause.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash knowthecause.